It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey everybody, welcome to the MLB Extras A's podcast. Tim McMaster here along with Jane Lee, our A's reporter. 2018 winter meetings and we are recording this at the winter meetings in Las Vegas, Mandalay Bay. And it's always exciting and it's always different depending on the location. Nashville is the massive biosphere, Jane. Then you have some places where it's actually a contained area where there's one big place people kind of congregate. That's kind of what this event has been built on. Vegas is a whole other thing, right? It's it's a whole different animal. I, I mean, no matter where it is, I'm getting lost at some point, you know? You're just walking around what looks to be the same hallway, and you've made four or five turns suddenly, and you have no idea where you are. But yeah, um, there's always a lot to take in at the Winter Minions, and here it's just kind of crazy because it's like sensory overload. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're walking to, into a meeting, but you're passing, you know, the blackjack tables, and there's just all the bright lights and noises and, you know, random people coming through. So it's it's something. Yeah, and there's a lot of people doing other things because the thing about Vegas is the winter meetings are going on, but there's like five other conventions going on, and there's all these people. It's it's really, it's something else. We're going to get through it. Yeah, all these I teams mean, are going to get the, through it. Yeah, I mean, I heard the rodeo's here right yes. now. Like, why not mix you know, the rodeo <laughs> in with the winter meetings? <laughs> all right, the rodeo, baseball, why don't we talk football? Kyler Murray is your 2018 Heisman Trophy winner. I, I will say I thought that he was going to end up finishing second. Pretty cool that he wins it. Um, but then that adds to all these different things with the A's, obviously. He says, hey, if it's possible, I'd love to play two sports. Scott Boris says, well, that's not really how this is going to work. The A's actually have kind of, I think, done a nice job of staying out of it at this point. Yes. Right? <laughs> that, that is what they are trying to do. Um, I mean, even as recently as a couple of days ago, um, the general manager, David Forrest, was asked specifically, you know, even just about his season, not even commenting on the baseball versus football aspect, but just about Kyler's football season. And he said, you know what, I don't really want to comment on Kyler at this time. We're letting him enjoy his season. And, you know, like Kyler says, you just kind of wait and see. And, I mean, they're kind of hoping that he just shows up for spring training. Um, And obviously, according to Scott Boris, that is going to happen because he's contractually obligated to that, except – you know, suddenly he's experiencing this right. this fame, this stardom. Um, do you give that up to? Do you know? Do you trade that in to? You know, go around the country on a bus. Um, you know, and, and obviously there's guaranteed money in baseball. Um, he's got a lot of it in front of him, almost five million dollars. But you know, you have to wonder like he's living in the moment and you can't blame him for that you know I think he was asked would you rather win the Heisman or the World Series and he said you know if I'm being honest the Heisman which let the kid live in the moment let him enjoy that Um, and I think right now football's so just at the forefront for him and he's loving every second and I'm sure it's hard for him right now to imagine life without it but hopefully you know once the season ends he can kind of really sit back and, and think about what's best and yeah I think the A's are just hoping that 
it's baseball. I'm sure the A's were happy that Scott Boris made the comments he did because yes. it was probably what they were thinking but didn't want to be the people to say it, but yeah. Boris can say that. Um, what about this scenario? Yes, he reports in the spring to spring training, and he's only a junior as far as football goes. What if he wanted to not go to the NFL but just want to play out his college career, play one more year next fall? Yeah. Would that I don't know if how much of the contract you know. Is that something that could be worked out, or does he have to give up football after this season? Yeah, I mean that's that was the deal. Yeah, the, the deal was you get one year. You get one year to play college football. Right. <laughs> um, and I think Kyler was even asked in his Tim Tebow interview. Um, you know, is that even an option for you? Is that on the table? Just playing another year um, at Oklahoma? And he said it, it's not. Okay. Um, it is kind of either NFL or MLB. So um, right now, that's not, I don't think, something that anyone's taking into consideration. Um, I, I think for him, it's, you know, the big leagues either way, either sport. It'll be interesting. He doesn't look like an NFL. I mean, he's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's unbelievable. Anybody yeah. that's seen Oklahoma play, it's just fun to watch. Uh, he's also very small and doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Do you think he would... I was thinking to myself, other players in this situation, Charlie Ward won a Heisman, then went to the NBA. I wonder if that would help him. Maybe go talk to a guy like that. Like, yeah. How did this work out for you? I mean, he has a lot of resources at hand. Yeah. His dad, um, two-sport athlete. Um, I think there's a lot of people in his circle um, who are helping him along the way and through this process. Maybe too many voices. You know, Maybe it can overcomplicate things. Yeah. Um, but you, know, you do have to think he... <laughs> He is contractually obligated to report to the A's, so I would, I think that's going to happen. Yep. But he could change his mind and you know forfeit that money, um, and A's would have to forfeit that pick. So it'd be an unfortunate situation, but he's also put himself in this position, you know, to have that option. Right, and we will see. He's got a couple months to figure it out, which is probably a good thing. Probably good he doesn't have yeah. to make this decision uh, tomorrow. All right, all the Kyler Murray talk. He has nothing to do with these winter meetings because he has nothing to do with the 2019 uh, MLB team as well. So when you look at this A's team, and, and obviously it was such a good 2018 season where they surprised everyone, which they just continue to do, seems like, every few years. Oh, mm -hmm. man, the A's yeah. are good again. How'd that happen? Um, what are they trying to do this week? Because they're not going to make a big splash at this winter meeting. Right. They have a lot of clear needs. Yeah. Um, they need starters. Lots, lots of them. Of them. <laughs> a lot of starters. They essentially need a whole rotation. I mean, they do have a few in-house options, but they are not returning a starter that finished the season with them. I mean, by the end of the season, that rotation was just decimated. Um, I mean, how they even got into the postseason with the pitching, the little pitching that they had, is still remarkable. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's not sustainable. They they need um, they need a rotation. They need to put that together. Um, they need a catcher uh, with Jonathan Lucroy exiting and perhaps a second baseman. Um, I don't know that they're going to be able to re-sign Jed Lowry. I think he's going to have a lot of other options out there, um, more money out there than maybe in Oakland. And so I think they're in the process of deciding. You know, if Jed goes elsewhere, do we let Franklin Barreto? finally play at second base every day um, do we bring in someone else do we bring in someone else to platoon I think so many things are on the table so they're kind of trying to sort through that um, but because they do have an option I don't think it's so much a priority as catcher right. and um, the rotation the rotation <laughs> let's talk about names and, and one other thing from the rotation 
Would they consider, if they can't find all these starters, could they be the next team to, oh, I mean, I guess they did a little bit in the playoff game. Yeah. Would they really embrace bullpenning in 2019? Yeah, I mean, you have to think that they're thinking about it. Yeah. There's just so much that goes into that, and I don't I don't know that it's sustainable over the course of the season. You know, when you're using your bullpen arms as much as, you know, it would require, um, you know, maybe you do it, I think, in an emergency situation, um, a spot start, um, or maybe just for a little bit when necessary um, and the fact that they have done it their experience they know what goes into it but to plan for it I just don't see it being <laughs> the the best option you know I think yeah. you want guys that can give you innings um, and and of course that's all relative now um, you know a starter goes five innings and that's considered you know good um, so I think it's something that they'll consider, but um, I don't know that it's going to be something you see, you know, every every few days. You need a certain kind of roster. The roster basically the Rays had last year. We saw how much success. Kevin Cash spoke today here, and I don't think I've ever seen that many reporters <laughs> around the Rays manager stint here at the winter <laughs> meetings, and all the questions were about the use of the bullpen and bullpenning and all yep. of that. Um, so Everyone's it, favorite word yeah, these days, exactly. bullpenning. Yeah, exactly. There's definitely a a bit of a way to do it, at least something you can look at as a as a guide for sure. So if they're going to try to get the starters, what type of guys are we looking for? I mean, hey, if you're going to look at the trade market, the Yankees learned Sonny Gray can't <laughs> yes. pitch in the Bronx, but the A's know Sonny Gray can pitch in Oakland. I mean, would they, they – you could look at it as they could probably get him back for less than they got for him. Yes. Um, I still think it's a little bit higher of a price than they would want to pay okay. for him. Um, I do think that there have been conversations, it sounds like, um, and there is interest in bringing Sonny back. I think I do personally think that Sonny would excel um, back in Oakland. I think um, I don't know that he realized how how good of a place it was for him at the time until he left. Um, I think he just does better, you know, outside of the spotlight. Mm -hmm. um, and he had such a good relationship with Bob Melvin. Um, so I'm sure Melvin would love to have him back. Um, but it seems like as of right now, the price is a little too high and that could change. You know, there's so many moving parts on the market and the, and the trade, um, you know, frenzy. But I think as of right now, um, that's not looking like the strongest possibility. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised to see it happen. So. so more likely lower price free agents, yeah. and we're going to have to wait, right? I mean, it's not going to happen yeah. this week. It's not going to happen next week yeah. into 2019 and, and look around and see the market. Yeah, you kind of wait for those bigger pieces, you know, to fall. Guys like Dallas Keuchel, J.A. Happ, um, you know, even a Charlie Morton. Um, I mean, the A's are in that second to, I mean, really third-tier range. Um, and, you know, maybe – a few guys that pitched for them last year, Trevor Cahill, Edwin Jackson, they're both free agents, mm -hmm. both pitched well for them. Those could be options. Um, because they pitched well, I mean, they're going to have other offers. Just right. like, you know, we go through this trend every year with the A's, and unfortunately they can't, um, you know, always put on the table what other teams can. Um, but those would be a couple options. Uh, Gio Gonzalez, um, who, you know, made his debut with the A's, he's out there. Um, they're familiar with him. He's been such a durable arm. Um, these last few years and uh, there's a slew of guys but yeah I think it's going to take some other guys getting going off the board before the A's are really in action. You mentioned catcher that the one other need I wanted to touch on with Jonathan Lucroy gone how do you expect them to fill that spot? Yeah it'll be interesting I mean there are several catching options out there I think they would love to have Lucroy back 
um, at least for a year just because he was such an amazing presence and um, their top catching prospect Sean Murphy isn't expected to be available for at least another year so they want that stopgap right for this next year but Lucroy has put himself in a position where he wants a multi-year deal and I don't know what the A's you know can guarantee multiple years to him and or if they would do it to you know other catchers out there so it might be one of those things you know kind of like the rotation where they sit back a little see how it shakes out and then make their move when you look at the, the prospects coming up, and this is a good system again. It's a system that's going to really help them out down the road. Um, but there's some names that hang. Jesus Lazardo, uh, number 12 prospect in baseball, threw 109 innings last year, which is a, a milestone, I think, along the way to, to getting to the big leagues is getting over 100, and you build that up. How far away is he in their minds? I would not be surprised if he's in the opening day rotation. I mean, you need all those starters, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What an easy way to yeah. do it. Um, I mean, there was talk in the middle of last season when he was just speeding his way through the system. Um, and he was actually he was on an innings limit because he was coming off Tommy John. Um, but there was talk about, you know, is he a, a possibility in September? And they didn't rule it out. And, of course, he, you know, he got close to his innings limit, and they yeah. decided, you know what? We're going to be smart about this, shut him down, not risk it. And, and I think that was the smart decision. They could have used him in September. He could have started the wild October. card game. Yeah, even October. <laughs> but I think it was probably smart um, with him. But coming into spring training, I mean, they made it clear that he will very much be in the mix for a starting spot. And, I mean, it would not surprise me if he's in that rotation start of the season yeah one of those special arms in the minors all right one more thing to talk about the rule five draft um, and teams like the A's at this position I'm sure would love to add a piece maybe they're not drafting as highly to get a key guy in the rule five draft but there's also the danger of losing players because you can't protect everyone yep. and they have a former first rounder that's available do you, are they how worried are they about Richie Martin on Thursday morning? I mean, morning? I can't imagine him not being selected yeah. he's coming off uh, maybe the best um, year of his professional career he struggled for a little bit dealt with some injuries um, kind of fell off the map a little bit but I mean still a former first rounder um, like I said had a had a really good year at the plate um, and I think everyone was surprised to see him left unprotected especially because the A's do have spots still on their 40-man roster I think yeah. they have four open spots so it was a little strange to see but um, <laughs> I think you know the fact that they did leave him unprotected, they have to be prepared to see him go. So There's always the possibility, because position players, for people that don't understand the Rule 5 draft, you can pluck players from other systems, but they have to spend the entire year on your Major League roster, which gets tricky with position players. Arms, you can always hide in the bullpen and, yep. and have them work. So maybe even if he is selected, he ends up coming back to them because teams can sell a player back for, for half the rate. So yeah. we'll have to see. But, um, yeah, certainly a, a risk for the A's as they get closer to Thursday. And the Rule 5 draft, which is the end of the winter meetings every year, and this is the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, at the 2018 winter meetings, thanks for joining us for the MLB Extras A's podcast. For Jane Lee, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 